0: Hey, welcome back to Almost Good. So recently, one of my Facebook friends posted a really insightful thought about zombies that I think is applicable to all different kinds of stories. She said that part of what zombies are all about is the fact that death is a good and necessary part of life. When death is disrupted or reversed, it causes havoc, as obviously we see in zombie movies. Death isn't just inevitable, it's crucial. You couldn't have life at all without it. That sounds painfully obvious when you lay it out like that, but we do still need to keep reminding ourselves of it, and grappling with death is probably one of the very oldest stories that we tell. In the last episode, I remarked on how both children's media and horror are evocative of fairy tales, and how both kinds of fiction address really dark or heavy themes. I talked about how, in The Princess and the Frog, Tiana's arc is really about confronting and processing loss. And as I reflected on that I realized that a lot of the most compelling stories across genres and across history are in some way about loss. Whether it's a loved one, whether it's something more abstract like your own sense of innocence and hope, or a certain time in your life, loss is a universal human experience. Death and loss go hand in hand, and all of this is reflected in the kinds of narratives that we construct for ourselves. This brings me to the movie that I'm going to talk about in this episode, which is the horror film Wakewood, which premiered in 2009 and then had a limited theatrical release and DVD release in 2011. This movie is about death and loss, and specifically it's about how to appropriately process grief. It wants to be a very straightforward movie about a mother coming to terms with the loss of her child. I watched this movie very recently, and I immediately knew that I wanted to talk about it because I really enjoyed 99% of the film, and then they totally fumbled the ending. In a moment I'll talk about how I think they messed it up, but it's just all the more frustrating because there's so much to like about the movie. Wakewood was one of the first productions put out by Hammer following the company's revival in 2007, and overall they did a really good job with it. In the same vein as the Woman in Black movies, the film is very pretty. It's atmospheric and just really well constructed visually, from the choice of setting to the props and effects work, some of the lighting, uh, some really wonderful bits of design. There are these really great devices that the townspeople use to do some of their folk magic for like divination that look sort of like roughly hewn abacuses, and they just really stood out as a wonderful little bit of visual world building. I also really loved the resurrection ritual itself. I loved all the components of it, I loved how practical it felt even though it was magic like how Timothy Spall's character, who's like sort of the town leader, just nonchalantly talks the protagonists through the process. And then how the resurrection itself is very literally like a rebirth. It's all slimy and bloody. Uh, Someone put a lot of time and thought into portraying magic in a way that's visually satisfying, and I think they just did a fabulous job. The movie also brings a really fresh perspective to the subgenre of horror that's sort of about discovering that your new neighbors are witches or secret occultists. The villagers are just regular people, and even when they're menacing, they're never portrayed as evil. The ritual of resurrection is itself also presented as sort of value neutral. Uh, In itself, it's not necessarily a good or a bad thing. It's not a reversal of death, it's just sort of a way for families to make a proper goodbye, which is how I think they put it in the film. During the scene where a farmer gets crushed to death by a bull, I remarked to my friends that there are just so many horrible ways to die on a farm. And I think that reality really comes to bear on the film. Living on farms, the townspeople see death up close every day, and they're really pragmatic about coping with it. They have a magic ritual that seems to work for them, and works because they maintain that healthy attitude. They have no illusions about the permanence of death and the necessity of coping constructively with loss. But then you have these two protagonists who are outsiders and who are still very freshly reeling from the loss of their daughter, and they're not ready to handle the ritual in a constructive way, in the way that it's meant to be handled. Specifically, they set up the wife as the one who really can't let go. As the story unfolds and things go horribly awry, it becomes clear that the actions of the resurrected daughter mirror her mother's psychological state. The daughter lashes out at a dog because the mother subconsciously blames the dog that mauled her to death. She kills the bull because it killed the farmer. She violently resists going back into the grave because her mother can't let her go. And as I said, that's really what the movie wants to be about. It wants to be about the mother finally letting her daughter go and letting herself move on. This movie is remarkably similar to The Ring in a couple of ways. I want to chop off the last five minutes or so of this movie, just like I want to chop off the end of The Ring. And both movies really want to be about a mom processing the death of a child, whether that's her own child, in the case of Wakewood, or a child that she couldn't help, as in The Ring. But it's as if the filmmakers couldn't let themselves just tell that story. They had to fuck it up and tack on some ill-fitting horror cliches at the last minute because God forbid you let your horror movie just tell a story about a woman and her problems. The last few minutes of Wakewood just don't fit at all with the other events of the film. Not only do I not like the ending, for narrative reasons, but it just doesn't make sense within the movie's in-universe logic. The villagers would never have let the father go through the ritual again after what happened the first time. And the whole gimmick at the very end with his plan to deliver the baby is just nonsensical. The fetus died when his wife died. It has to go back into the grave after three days, just like she does. They should have cut out the pregnancy subplot entirely. It doesn't influence the main events of the plot in the slightest bit, and there's just no reason to have included it. The film shouldn't have jumped to suddenly being about the husband at the very end. We should have followed one protagonist, the mother, all the way through to the end of her arc. I thought it was a genuinely touching scene when the mother is burying her daughter's corpse, after finally taking it upon herself to send the daughter back into death again, and thereby symbolically getting a handle on her grief before it destroys her and everyone around her. Once she's covered up the body... And delivered that sad little bedtime story, her husband should have then broken free of the farmers and it should have faded to black on a shot of the couple holding each other next to their daughter's grave while the villagers look on. Then, in a very brief epilogue, we should see a callback to the beginning of the film when the husband tried to make his wife throw away the daughter's things. We see the mother methodically clearing all the things out of the child's bedroom, and she pauses wistfully with the photo of her daughter that's sitting on the nightstand. As she takes all of the stuff downstairs to get rid of it, she sets the picture on a side table downstairs, or on the mantle, and the very last shot of the film is that image of the dead daughter out in the open in the main living space of the house. The daughter isn't forgotten, but her mother has finally given voice to her grief and come to terms with it, and she's been able to let go and carry on. It is okay for a horror movie to resolve its story. All of the devices that comprise the visual and narrative language of horror are tools for telling a story. Throwing a random handful of them in the audience's face at the very end just confuses the narrative. Let the conventions of the genre convey your story, not the other way around. So when you watch Wakewood, you should just shut it off right as the mother has finished burying her daughter. And then you'll have a great little movie about death and grief and coming to terms with loss. This has been Almost Good, and thanks again for listening.